what are the best tennis players in the world doing that you could do to improve your game? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of Backhand City. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our daily tennis podcast so you can get updates for future episodes. So today's topic, mimicry is flattery, if you know how to use it. Today we're going to talk about return of serve. Now in a previous episode, I did warn you to the pitfalls of watching YouTube and comparing yourself to ATP and WTA tennis pros to get better. Now, there is one way you can look at tennis pros and figure out how to get better. And one of them is looking at statistics. I'm on the ATP World Tour website here, and I'm looking at return of serve stats. It's got a list of the best returners from the last 52 weeks on the ATP Tour. And what's interesting about this is it's not specialist-driven. There's no Ivo Karlovich, John Isner, Kevin Anderson at the top of the heap with these a bunch of tall guys who are dominating with the serve. The top returners of the world are also the, some of the best players of the world. And think about this year. Number one returner in the world for the last 52 weeks is Rafael Nadal. He's followed by number two. Novak Djokovic, number three, Diego Schwartzman, four, Daniil Medvedev, five, Fognini, six, Goffin, seven, Monfils, eight, Kane Shikori, nine, Roberto uh, Barrera. I don't even know that player. And number 10, Roger Federer. So you've always warned me, don't try to play like the pros. They're finely tuned machines. They're Formula One cars. You're a Toyota Camry. What can you learn from return of serve? They can put into your game. Because you can see here, these returners are great players. And one of the things they're doing is they're getting the ball and play a lot. So Nadal's the number one returner in the world. He wins the first serve return 36.5% of the time. Uh, during second serves, he wins 55.9% of the time. He wins 37.2% of the return games. That's pretty amazing. And he converts, when he gets a break point, he converts it 45.2% of the time. That's only, only one player is better than that, which is Novak Djokovic, who converts 46.4% of the time. Now, I know, how do I return like Novak Djokovic or Rafa Nadal? Not easy to do. Well, there's two types of turner, returners that I want you to think about when you're playing tennis. Let's just use Novak and Rafa because they're very different return of serve artists. Novak stays right on top of the baseline. So if he's playing John Isner, he's trying to take that ball early and rip it back and take away his time. That's really hard to do, but he's great at it. What does Rafa Nadal do? He stays way back, way back at the baseline. You often see the linesman moving out of the way because he's so far back. He's near the lines people and the backdrop. And this is one of the things that I think the recreational player can do. 
I see a lot of rec players trying to return like Novak Djokovic, taking the ball early, taking it on the rise and driving it back and taking away their time. And it just doesn't work. It's too hard to do. These guys are Formula One drivers. You'd be better off doing what Rafa does. I don't care if you're playing a hard server or not. What Rafa's really good at is letting the ball bounce itself out. And he lets the ball drop into this descent. And he hits it around knee to waist height, plays it really safe, and gets the point started. There is huge value to getting the ball back in play. And since most recreational players don't serve and come to the net with serve and volley technique, there's no reason for you to not back up, let the ball drop, and hit the ball safely back into the middle of the court. If you can get this conversion rate higher and higher in your tennis game, your results are going to scale exponentially. Okay? So what you need to do when you're playing someone is in the warm-up or in their first few service games, you have to gauge their first and second serve speed and try to position yourself back accordingly where the ball is bouncing itself out and it's beginning to descend as it comes into your strike zone. If you find you're hitting the ball at the top of its flight, its apex, or even worse, you're trying to take the ball on the rise off the ground, this is going to be very difficult to sustain consistently when you're playing tennis. So when you're thinking about return of serve, think of about it how Rafa does it, not how Djokovic does it. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you can get our daily episodes. And, of course, if you want tennis lessons in Miami, reach out to me on BackhandCity.com. Thanks for listening. This is Brian Lutz with Find Your Aha Moment. That's when push comes to shove. I knew it all along